Hi, I'm Emma, and this is a podcast from Radboud University called Bottle Up. In each episode, I talk to a guest about things you might struggle with as an international student. In this episode, I talk to Gigi about being stressed out as an international student. Let's be open about our struggles. Cheers to the things we bottle up. Okay, hi Gigi. Hello. Uh, How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing pretty good today, yes. Okay, and why is that? Any specific reasons? Uh, Well, it was a relatively quiet day. I only had this podcast today. And so I took some time in the morning. You know, I woke up kind of late. So yeah, it was just a very chill, relaxed day for me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, Okay, we're going to dive right in. Like, can you tell us something about yourself? Well, okay, so um, I'm 24 years old and I came to the Netherlands a little bit over two years ago to do my pre-master in political science. And then I did my master in political theory and I graduated in July, so quite recently. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) I did my bachelor in Venice, which is where I'm from. Um, And... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Now I'm working as a barista. Well, I'm actually, you know, looking for a job. I would like to do a PhD at some point in my life. Mm-hmm. That would be my dream, I guess. Um, and yeah, I guess this is it. <laughs> cool. And are you looking for a PhD position at Radboud University? Are you open for other well, I think it would be great to do it at Radboud just because I love the city so much. It's It has such a cool vibe and um, a lot of my friends are here. So I would like to remain here, but I'm also open to go to other cities in the Netherlands. I do have a strong preference to remain in the Netherlands, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you mentioned like you like the city and you obviously have some friends here. Then. Yeah. Um, how is your exchange so far then? Like, um, Well, it's going pretty well, I think. Uh, right now I'm in a little bit of a weird place, I guess, uh, because everything, like during these two years, everything was, um, you know, going well. And I studied and, you know, I did uh, everything related to like school and academia, whatever. And now I'm just a little bit, you know, um, it's a, I'm struggling a little bit to find um, a job or an internship that I really would like to do. Um, so right now I'm just trying to figure out what I want to do. So, you know, like try to give my life a little bit of shape. But at the same time, I think that... Um, with all my friends here, I'm having such a great time. And I don't know, I feel like we almost created some sort of like little family almost. Aww. So, yeah, it's it's cute. It's really cute. <laughs> yeah. But is it is it easy as an international student to be like in between student life and working life? Or are there rules or like... Um, well, I, I'm not really studying anymore. Uh, I'm not enrolled at university anymore because I graduated. So my focus, so to say, it's mostly, you know, like work, I guess, or like finding a job. Mm -hmm. And, um, sometimes it, it is a little bit, uh, difficult in the sense that, um, a lot of companies, even though they're, are very international, also require you to speak. Speak Dutch, and 
my level of, of Dutch is very, very low. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I guess, fit into that category. Um, so I guess in that sense, it's a little bit hard, but um, people make it usually. So, you know, that gives me a little bit of hope. And because I would like to, you know, keep working at university, uh, well, I mean, university is such an international environment and English would, you know, be the first language used there. So, you know, I'm hopeful in that sense. Yeah. That at some point I will find something in that field. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to be aware of a time limit. You may stay here as long as you want until you find a job or how Um, does that work? Well, yes, because I'm uh, European. Mm -hmm. So I don't really have, you know, like um, problems with getting a visa or like... um, work permit or things like that so I'm very very lucky in that sense Uh, I know that a lot of people like a lot of non-EU people are struggling with that and you know it's it's quite hard it's Mm -hmm. quite difficult so in that sense you know I consider myself quite lucky because I don't really have to leave and you know it's it's easier for me definitely Mm -hmm. yeah and what makes you wanting to stay in the Netherlands um well specifically related to like the academic word. Um, I really like the way um, research is valued here because mm-hmm. coming from Italy where uh, not a lot of money, not a lot of funding goes into like research and universities, uh, it's really interesting to see the contrast between like, you know, very well-founded programs in universities here. And in that sense, I would like to... Um, keep living here mm-hmm. yeah I think it's be- it's mostly because of that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and because yeah. of your cute little family exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah but is it real different from being a student here an exchange student and be living here as a local finding a job well I was never an exchange student actually no I, but I, like international international yeah, yeah yeah of course um mm, I don't know. I think the first year I was here was 2020 and, you know, like when COVID was Mm -hmm. a big thing and lockdown was also still in force. Yeah. Um, That like then I felt a little bit uh, out of place and, you know, like I don't want to say like not welcome or anything, but, you know, like. I didn't know a lot of people and we didn't even go to university, you know, because everything was closed. So I definitely did not feel a part of Radboud for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then when I started my master and I started meeting new people, people from my program, you know, because previously I didn't know anybody. Uh, So it was only then when I actually, you know, felt at ease here and, you know, like I can enjoy the city. I can go for a little walk in the in the Valkata, it's super nice. So I guess I felt as a local, like I felt, yeah, I guess part of the city um, last, like starting last year. So I don't know, I really feel at home at this point. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really good. Yeah. But um, are you like, apart from that you're feeling nice in Nijmegen and and that's all cool, Mm -hmm. but are you a bit stressed out about the finding a job thing? Um, yes, I think so. I think I am a bit stressed about it. Uh, I'm playing it cool now, but I'm actually super stressed yeah. about oh. it. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, it's mostly because, you know, like, um, for so, I studied for so many years and I really put a lot of time and effort and my parents also put money in it, of course, yeah. in my education. Um, so in this sense, I feel a little bit pressure to like find, you know, like a nice job that will uh, give me a lot of like gratification. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the word, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that sense, I am a little bit like pressure to like find a good job but at the same time um at least in my field because I studied political theory so it's not like maybe um a super um mm, how can I say um it's a little bit niche you know so maybe it's a little bit harder for me to find a job in that sense. But uh, I really need to take into account that everything is moving very, very slowly. And sometimes I fail to take that into account. Um, and so, I don't know, I get a little bit stressed out and, you know, all that. But I don't know. I'm, I'm hopeful that at some point I will find, you know, something that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what do you mean by... Everything moves a bit slowly. Um, I feel it also with some of my friends in the sense that uh, some of them also graduated during the summer and not even in my field. Um, like they didn't do my uh, course and they're also like struggling a little bit to find a job because, you know, like um, I guess in that sense, it is going a little bit slowly, you know, because, uh, you know, interviews take time and, you know, like, I I really believe that, you know, like, sitting down and writing my CV and writing my cover Mm -hmm. letter specifically for every single, you know, like, uh, company or university that I'm applying for, it it's a full-time job, it truly is, because it takes so much time to, you know, like, have the perfect cover letter to, you know, like, so you can shine, so you can get noticed. So I guess in that sense, it's slow. And it's interesting to see the contrast between like this process and like how everything moves so fast, you know, mm-hmm. uh, besides this like little <laughs> bubble that I'm in, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, in that sense, I think it's going a little bit slowly because it takes, it really takes time to like, get yourself noticed yeah yeah and you mentioned that you feel the pressure of getting a job that gives you gratification yeah since your parents put effort and money in it and you did it yourself but do you tend to put pressure on yourself as well regarding this process Mm. are you strict towards yourself i think um i think so i think i should be a little bit more lenient with myself Mm -hmm. um in the sense that um I am privileged enough uh that my parents uh you know like are still willing to support me and they don't necessarily want me like to be 100% independent right um so um sometimes I kind of like bypass that and I'm like okay Gigi you need to like be independent 100% by yourself now. And, you know, like, you're almost 25 and you need to, like, get your life together. Um, so I guess in that sense, I put a lot of pressure on me. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I should take it easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's harder than you think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But does the whole 
thing of moving slowly and not getting noticed right away, does that make you feel insecure or do you really... Um, it doesn't really make me feel insecure because there are so many other people that are going through the same thing, you know. Uh, recently, I applied for a PhD here at Radboud and um, I got rejected and mm -hmm. I sent an email to, you know, like the two coordinators and I was like, hey, can you just give me, you know, just a little bit of feedback uh, why didn't didn't you pick me? Like, was it something wrong with my CV or my cover letter? Like, how can I improve it? And I got this very, you know, like, blunt and straightforward email saying, hi, thank you for the motivation. We really, we really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we received 200 applications oh, wow. and we had to decide and we had to, to pick one single person. So, you know, everybody had brilliant cover letters, brilliant CVs, like you are all very qualified, but at the same time we have to pick one person, you know. So in that sense, I think that many people my age mm -hmm. and, you know, like also different ages are going through the same thing. So um, I don't really feel like demotivated or I don't like, it doesn't, make me feel insecure like it doesn't reflect on me as yeah, a person you I know get it that. doesn't yeah so even though it's very messed up and difficult you can get some comfort out of the fact that you know that several people are in your position as well yeah exactly it's not great but you know could be worse <laughs> okay so you do some positive comparison here yeah yeah <laughs> really good really i good. guess yeah <laughs> okay but that topic a bit beside because mm -hmm. I also want to ask you like you've been in the Netherlands for two years now um, what have you experienced as really bothering about being an international student here um, well I guess that a major culture shock for me were Dutch grades yeah what about it um, well I guess that coming from from like a different country well in Italy we have this other system of grades and at university at least and it goes from 1 to 30 and then you can get the cum laude uh, if you do yeah, very yeah. very well you yeah. know for your exams and for me and also for like other people it was super easy or like well I mean it was relatively easier I guess to get very high grades and I mean like 28, 29, 30 like I had no problem like you know, I put my effort and I put my time into studying for an exam. And, you know, I, I used to get very, very high grades. And then I came here and during my pre-master, it was like, you know, this list of six and 6.5. Yeah, which is fine. And seven, which is fine. But it took me a while to um, accept it, I guess. And I got a little bit of, you know, like imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, wait, what do you mean? I'm getting 6.5. Why am I, like, what am I even doing here, you know? Um, but then, like, people around me, especially Dutch students, because they are so accustomed to it, um, really reassured me. And they were like, well, you're doing fine, you know? Uh, you're, you're doing just fine. Um, so in that sense, I found it a little bit odd that actually, um, you know, like, to get a nine or a ten it's very very difficult here and when I got a nine it was like you know this fantastic yeah. moment <laughs> but that happened yeah but that happened only during um my actual master 
I guess I got better, you know, like at understanding what professors want from us uh, during like the, these two years. And I really think I shined during my master. So that was actually really mm -hmm. great. I'm very grateful that I did my pre-master because um, I don't know, like I really had the opportunity to get accustomed to this system. So, yeah, it, it took me a little while to, you know, um, I get it. adjust. But yeah. <laughs> And did it? feel like in the beginning phase as if you were failing maybe like why doesn't it yeah. work out yeah for sure it was a little bit I don't know mm, it wasn't great I guess and you know like if you take that plus COVID plus you know everything that was happening yeah I guess the first months were a little bit traumatic uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah at the end I I survived. <laughs> But how did you manage to survive? Like, was it really time passing or did you do anything to make things better for yourself? Well, I talked to people around me and I tried to, you know, like share my perspective on it. I also talked to my study advisor and she was super, you know, helpful. Um, I guess it was a combination of both, like time passing and also, you know, like, um, I guess finding assurance or you know like yeah. seeking out for uh that kind of you know assurance from other people so yeah i guess it was a combination of both yeah i can yeah. imagine that it's nice to hear in these situations like you're doing fine gg yeah. don't worry yeah exactly okay but very good of you that you yeah do not tend to bottle these things up yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> little reference to our <laughs> podcast yeah <laughs> but okay nice really good and Besides the grades and the COVID pandemic, and mm -hmm. were there other things that really bothered you or that you were struggling with? Well, something that uh, I always tell people is that uh, I don't really understand, like, I still nowadays don't really understand how healthcare works. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I feel like, I don't know, I have a personal vendetta against Dutch doctors. I hope nobody is like, <laughs> no Dutch doctors. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't know. I feel like um, it was, it's like the way that um, you get treated here is a little bit different than I, what I was used to in Italy. In the sense that, well, okay, this is going to be a little bit TMI. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, I got this like really... Uh, annoying uh, rash I guess all mm -hmm. over like my in my arms and my legs and I went to the doctor and you know like I was like hey can, can can you please give me something for it because it's really annoying like I cannot sleep at night because it's so itchy you know yeah. and the doctor was like well just get some aloe cream and I'm like what I need steroid cream yes, I need like harm education right now and you know of course my parents at home were super worried because like what are you doing come here like you're not getting treated you know like properly but apparently it's a thing here where you know like you go to the doctor with some symptoms and they're like okay just wait a couple of weeks but yeah. you know I don't really you I don't have the patience <laughs> to wait a couple of weeks for that you know so it was like this whole ordeal and I at the end I got better because my mom smuggled drugs in yeah you know like from yeah. Italy to here <laughs> yeah. well I mean like it was everything was legal <laughs> but um Good yeah to know. yeah <laughs> but yeah that was like a little bit I don't know I guess that was the like 
the culture strongest shock. culture shock, shock yeah. that I've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> do you say something about it towards a certain doctor in that situation or is it just okay I will go for the all the way cream over things no I I actually <laughs> no I actually told them I was like mm, I think I need something else for this you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they were like oh but you know we do it like this in the Netherlands and I'm like okay <laughs> thank you I think you it's know. quite kind of weird as a doctor to immediately mention like we do it this way in the yeah, Netherlands yeah 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 there wasn't even like maybe it was my doctor But um, we, like, um, really struggle to find a compromise, I guess. But it's fine. I, I'm here. I'm thriving now. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, what would you do in the, in the near future? Like, would you even consider going to a doctor here? Um, depends. Probably not. Like, if I'm very, very sick or, like, if something like that would happen to me, I will probably go home and, you know, like, ask, like, for additional help i guess mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> so yeah yeah it was it wasn't a great experience <laughs> no yeah you felt maybe not very taken seriously yeah exactly exactly but i think that like i've heard um these kind of these kinds of story uh, by other internationals so i think it's really just like um cultural thing so mm -hmm. to say i guess um uh, because uh Like my Dutch, like my Dutch friends who go to the doctor, maybe with like a, you know, like a very intense coughing, and the doctor is like, yeah, just wait a couple of weeks. They're totally fine with it, you know. They're like, okay, yeah, sure, I just wait a couple of weeks. But maybe I don't know. I guess it's just a different way to treat yeah. patients, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. you have to train your patients, or we have to like get rid of our patients. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because when I'm thinking about my own experiences, I'm like, yeah, Gigi, you're right. Yeah. I'm really. Taking it way too patient. <laughs> but okay, that uh, really sucks. But you found you found your way to handle it. Like yeah. you would consider going to Italy. Yeah, I get it. But Gigi, with pain in my heart, I have to say that we should wrap it up at no. some point. So, um, like, our final question is always, or my final question mm -hmm. is always, what would you have liked to know before you went abroad? Hmm, that's a good question. I think... I think I would have liked to know a little bit more about, um, like, how grades work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in that sense, I would have been a little bit more, I guess, uh, or like less hard on myself. So I guess that, uh, like it would have, it would have been nice to know about that. Yeah. And that's the only thing I can think about because it was honestly like so nice to just like come here without anybody and just, you know, like experience things for myself mm -hmm. and have fun with it. So just go with the flow. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And if I may translate it to my own words, is it that you, besides the fact that academic things are highly appreciated here, mm -hmm. you would have also liked to know that it's very hard to get really high grades here? Is that what you mean by how the grade system works? Uh, yeah, um, I guess so. But also... Um, you know, I think... In 
if I had known about this kind of system, my expectations would have been a little bit, uh, I don't know, toned down in a sense, my expectation towards myself. Yeah. I, I, they would have been a little bit, you know, like, you can take it easy, girl. You can chill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in that sense, yeah. Hopefully that's good to know for other international students yeah. as well. Yeah. You guys may take it easy. Yeah, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> okay, Gigi, thank you so much. Thank I you. loved talking to you and thank you for sharing everything you went through so far in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, hopefully talk to you soon. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Bottle Up. Next time, I'll talk to Katarina about the struggle of trying to fit into a different culture. So, until next time. <laughs>